Buen Camino. Welcome back to my Camino Audio Journal. It's Curtis. Um, yeah, so yesterday was uh, was a nice day. Um, nothing uh, overly dramatic <laughs> happened, but um, yeah, it was just, uh, just a lovely day. Um, uh, it sort of looked like it was going to rain all day, but um, didn't, thankfully, at least not on me. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case today. I just looked outside and it looks pretty wet. It's not currently raining, but um, uh, I do think the forecast is for for some light rain to be kind of sprinkled throughout the day. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Yeah, yesterday, the thing about yesterday that was different was that I, I very intentionally walked slower than I normally do, which um, was good. I think it was kind of nice for my body, and um, I tend to, I think, get a little bit into, like, um, just business mode of, I gotta knock this out, and um, I I knew I had a place to stay last night, so I didn't have to hurry and figure that out, so I just took my time. Um, Maybe maybe too slow. I don't know. At one point, um, there were these two American women walking by me, and I said hello to them. And we were going up this hill, and one of them, you know, talked, act, act, uh, acted very concerned, sort of like, "Are are you doing okay?" And I'm like, "I'm doing great." I think just because I was going so slow, it sort of looked like maybe I was, I don't know, in pain or struggling or something. But I was just taking my time and. Um, plenty of little towns, um, definitely a lot more ups and downs, which was, um, it's nice, actually, I'm, I'm liking the ups and downs, got to spend some time, um, walking through, uh, like a pine forest, which was uh, super nice and smelled amazing, and, um, yeah, and then got into Astorga, which, um, is, is this really cool, um, very old city up on a hill. Um, I say very old in that there, there are numerous um, dig sites all around the city of Roman ruins. Um, so it's a very old city. And um, you can see the mountains in the background um, from every, every picture. Um, and they're close enough that you can start seeing sort of details and things. And, and that's today. So... Um, today's elevation chart looks a little bit like, uh, an exponential growth chart. (laughs) So, uh, the first, the first, uh, 15K or so kind of gradual incline, it sort of gets steeper towards the end. And then the last 5K kind of shoot up. Um, so today I'm not going all the way up. The mountain. I'm only going about three quarters of the way. Um, I'm stopping just a few kilometers before the Cruz de Ferro. So the Cruz de Ferro is, um, in English, it's the Iron Cross, and it's the highest point of the Camino. And it's also, um, so every uh, pilgrim carries with them uh, a small rock or stone um, that represents sort of... Um, their burden in life, and uh, I think I'll talk more about this tomorrow before I go up um, to the Cruz de Ferro, but um, but I've been carrying a stone with me the whole way, and at the Cruz de Ferro, you, 
you leave your burden. Um, so that's not going to be today. That's going to be tomorrow. So I'm going to get myself most of the way up uh, to a town called Fonsebedon. I think that's how you pronounce it. Fonsebedon. Uh, I'm probably butchering that. Um, uh, it's pretty small, kind of rustic. I'm hoping to get there early enough. Um, there's a Donativo albergue in a church that I guess <laughs> the uh, the guide app I have says if you want a very true rustic pilgrim experience, this is the place to stay. It seems like the people who run it are super nice, and um, so I thought I'd give it a try and, uh, and see how that goes. wanted to say thanks for sharing about what entering and exiting the albergue was like so I've been wondering what it, what that felt like and how, what um, what went on um, I've questioned do you feel that you're safe in the albergues and um, you know leaving your stuff places or do you take it with you everywhere uh, I also wanted to say that um, the pizza story sharing that pizza story was really brave of you to share with all of us and thanks for doing that. I'm sure it will impact you for the rest of your pilgrimage and back home too. I'm super excited to hear that Elizabeth is going to be joining you at the end of the trip. That will be very special to end it together. And on a lighter note, Uncle Tim was wondering what you eat every day. Could you share a bit more of the specifics of what you're eating? Again, that question was from Uncle Tim and um, Buen Camino. Buen Camino, Curtis. This is your Uncle Tim. I just wanted to let you know how much I'm enjoying being along the way with you and hearing your voice every day and the way you say Buen Camino. Sometimes when you say I have to be on my way or time to get on my way, it makes me think of a Hobbit movie or The Lord of the Rings. I was touched very much by the way the beauty of nature overwhelmed you on your longest day um, and then how the next day it was just back to the ordinary kind of way things are in, the, in life. Um, I especially appreciate any particulars, the, the specifics. Um, the more the particulars, the better. I'd love to hear uh, what you eat on a day, breakfast, snacks, all of that on one given day. Okay, so um, buen camino, vaya con Dios. I love you. Lisa and Tim, thanks so much for the messages and for the questions. Um, so to answer them, Lisa, um, to your first question about um, safety. Um, yeah, I, have, I haven't I have felt unsafe uh, ever, um, either um, in a town or, or um, in an albergue, particularly the... Um, I will say, though, I do, like in the albergues, I do um, keep certain things close to me at all times. So, like, my passport um, always stays on my person, even during the night. Um, and usually um, my wallet, um, like with my cash and credit cards and stuff like that, I um, I either keep uh, also on my person at night or sometimes the... Um, the albergues have small little lockers that you can lock up um, to keep things in. Um, I I personally haven't had any issues. 
Uh, I have, I did talk to one pilgrim who had some money stolen out of their backpack in an albergue. Um, so I know it does happen. Um, <laughs> in fact, there was one uh, really big albergue I stayed at that had signs that said, thieves are at work. <laughs> so it was nice of them to let us know that uh, that it was working hours for the thieves. But um, so it does, unfortunately, that does happen. Um, people get stuff stolen. Usually it's cash, I think, more than anything. Um, but, um, I, so I've just tried to be safe about that and sort of at night keep that stuff with me and don't leave it lying out and around. Um, but I would say I've, I've never felt, um, unsafe or, or, um, in danger at any, at any point on this trip for sure. And then Uncle Tim, to answer your question about what I eat, so... Typically in the morning, um, I would say more often than not, I get started um, without eating anything. Um, sometimes uh, the albergues offer breakfast, um, uh, but only sometimes is it early enough um, for when I want to leave. So um, I would say maybe 20% or 25% of the time I'll have breakfast before I start walking. But more typically, I'll get my stuff together and start walking, and then I'll stop somewhere a couple hours in, two or three hours in, for um, a cafe con leche, so coffee with milk, uh, and often have some Spanish tortilla, which um, is not uh, the same as a Mexican tortilla. Spanish tortilla is like a um, a thick, like egg and potato um, baked. Uh, dish that's um, pretty good or a croissant or something like that uh, and then I it's pretty rare for me to like sit down for a meal during the middle of the day so what I try to do uh, often is go to a grocery store uh, supermercado and get um, uh, granola bars dried fruit if I can find it um, often buy you know banana um, uh, some cheese, baby bell, baby bell cheeses. The little red ones are awesome because they're great to throw in your bag. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and so for during the day, I'll usually just kind of kind of snack from my bag. Um, and and I don't really have a set schedule for that, though maybe I should. It's more just more or less just like listening to my body saying oh, it's time for some food. So. I'll, um, yeah, try to keep my, my pack stocked with, like, an odd assortment of things like that and kind of eat throughout the day. And then typically, <laughs> typically when I get into a town and I'm all checked in and washed and laundry is done and all that sort of stuff, <coughs> excuse me, my voice is waking up, um... I'll uh I'll go find a cafe to sit at and have a beer. Um, for most of the trip, that was with my friend Ray. We uh, he and I we would find a place and and grab a beer together and and talk throughout the afternoon. And um, so now it's on my own, but that's okay. Um, and then uh, dinner is uh you know typically a bit later in Spain, so. Um, a lot of restaurants don't open till seven or eight, so I'll have dinner around then. 
Um, probably the most common thing is to have a uh, Pellegrino menu. So there are special pilgrims menus, and they're typically a three-course meal with bread and wine. And the first course is maybe like a salad or some pasta, um, something like that. And then the second course is usually like literally meat and potatoes so it'll be you know like uh, do you want the beef chicken or fish with french fries <laughs> um and then a dessert of either fruit or flan or a cake or something like that um and those are you know they're all pretty much the same so people complain about like oh I another pilgrim's menu today um i think they're pretty great actually they usually um cost less than 10 euros for like a three course meal with with um wine and you know bread and water and everything so <coughs> so that's um pretty often what dinner looks like uh we've gone out you know a couple of places special like um went for mexican food a few nights ago and um there's the the place um, there was a small town where we had this woman senor ramon who um who cooked us this amazing meal it was just sort of like she was just cooking whatever she wanted to cook and you sort of <laughs> just found out what she was cooking and decided if you wanted to eat there was sort of how it worked um but that's probably the most typical or average average day would be like um, coffee, kind of a couple hours into the walk with maybe a croissant or tortilla and then uh, kind of snacking throughout the day and then uh, a pilgrim's menu type dinner in the evening. So yeah, thanks for the question and the messages. Uh, love to you both. Hey Curtis, I've got a question for you. How do you keep your feet dry when it's raining? Oh, one other question. Have you ever used the Camino bathroom? Thanks for the questions, Dad. Uh, I wondered if someone was going to ask that second one, but I'll get to that in a moment. Um, as far as keeping my feet dry, um, well, so far I've only had the one real day of rain, which is great. Uh, and that day, there was it, I just didn't. It was raining so hard. Um uh, my shoes are, are great. They're really great for hot weather. Um, <clears throat> they're definitely not waterproof. And in fact, um, most of what I've read says, um, hiking with waterproof shoes is not a great idea, um, because it not only keeps the moisture out, it keeps the moisture in. So you're much more likely to get blisters, um, with waterproof shoes. Um, that was the day that I also did my laundry and it didn't dry. So, Back then when I had more than one pair of socks, which P.S., by the way, side note, I had bought that new pair of socks, definitely lost them. So I'm back down to one pair of socks. Um, <clears throat> back then, so that day that it rained, my clothes that were in my bag were already wet because they didn't dry overnight. And um, so, uh, you know, I did my best to sort of... Uh, avoid puddles and things that first day but at a certain point it was sort of like well my feet are wet so I guess it just doesn't matter where I step anymore um <clears throat> on that day um in general sort of keeping my feet dry um just from like moisture and sweat and that sort of stuff I do like 
um, at least once a day, usually twice a day, I'll stop. And when I stop, I take my shoes off and my socks and I sort of air them out and, and let them dry. Um, just like day to day walking sort of moisture to, to try to help prevent blisters. Um, another side note, which is that, um, last night did, did do some successful surgery on some blisters, quote unquote surgery. Um, so these, these two big blisters that I've had since Burgos have finally, hopefully met their end. Um, <clears throat> then to your other question, <laughs> I assume what you mean is, um, what do you do when there is no services anywhere? Um, I'll try to be as like discreet and not graphic as possible, but um, um, <clears throat> I'll say for men, it's much easier than women. But um, as far as taking care of one of your bodily functions, uh, the first kind, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really uh, not a big deal to just go off the trail and, and take care of that or even not that far off the trail from what I've seen, both men and women. Um, <laughs> um, particularly if you're French, I've noticed. The French don't seem to have any problem just going a few feet off the trail and um, doing their business. Um, <clears throat> as far as your second bodily function, um, that one's a little bit trickier. Um, <clears throat> I will say, uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I've only... Um, quote-unquote, used the Camino bathroom once when it came to that. Um, uh, so definitely had to go out into the woods and um, find a place. It You know, it happens. Um, people, like, when you have 8 to 10 kilometers in between town, you, you, you have to answer nature. <laughs> uh, in fact, yesterday when I was walking... Um, up through that forested area I came across, it was a little like food truck slash hut sort of thing um, that a couple people were running. And I asked um, the guy at it, you know, do you have a bathroom? And he just sort of motioned to the forest. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I uh, said something in Spanish, but I think the general idea was the bathroom is everywhere. Just find a place. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's, you know, it's part of uh, part of the Camino life. Um, I try to avoid that part of it as much as possible, but um, um, it, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. So, um <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's just part of, uh, the whole experience. So, um, thanks everybody for all the questions. Um, that was great to, to see all those, uh, and hear all those. Um, um, I'm always happy to answer them. So, um, for anyone else, if you're interested in leaving me a message or, uh, asking a question, you can go to anchor.fm slash, uh, Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S, dash, uh, not slash, but dash, Kettler, K-E-T-T-L-E-R. Or you can use the the Anchor app, uh, and if you just look for Curtis's Camino, you, you should be able to leave me a message that way. So thanks, everyone. Um, I'm, I'm up a little bit earlier this morning, which is nice, so I'm going to um, start climbing some mountains today which I'm really looking forward to. So I'll, uh, I'll uh, get on the way and talk to you all tomorrow. Buen camino.